Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to Urban Meyer's Pint House. This is Weekend Kickoff. It is brought to you, as always, by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. It's Ohio State in Oregon, Saturday noon. This is the one we've really been waiting for. Bobby wasn't even excited for the opener. He was just looking ahead to week two. It's Cardale Jones, Zach Boren, Bobby Carpenter, Robert Landers, Evan Spencer. I'm just Austin Ward trying to get us through this show. What do we think? Cardale, you, before you left, I'll just start it right here. You predicted a 14-point Ohio State win in week one. Yes. You didn't say it on camera, but you made me write it down. Yes, I You did. got that right, so I guess it didn't surprise you what happened last week. No, not at all, because we knew the type of guys that we had, uh, especially coming out the backfield. Uh, was it a shocker who was the starting running back guys? Meatball? Pork chop? Shocker? Meatball. <laughs> yeah, you really you kept that a great sh- secret. Yeah, I kept, yeah, yeah. I kept a good secret. <laughs> Throw you guys off. Who's starting this week? I can't tell you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> going to keep these all a secret, huh? Yeah, but we'll see this week, man. Last week is over. Eric, clearly this is a game we've all been looking forward to. Oregon, uh, uh, I think, a more quality opponent. And uh, Buckeyes got some room for, uh, to improve, and um, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah I, I think almost the coaches were thinking that way too, right? You saw the opener. I don't know, and I know our, our great friends here at Letterman Row, Austin Ward, you wrote about it, how many players actually played in that opening game. And I don't think you've ever seen that. Twenty-four so, guys on defense. Yeah, I don't, defense. It's don't crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And I think these coaches knew going into this game that athletically Minnesota couldn't stay on the field with them. So they were going to let a lot of guys play, see who could kind of handle some adversity as they were game planning and scheming for this Oregon game already. Yeah. Well, I'd say against that in the, you know, in the receiver room alone, the one thing that I found interesting was the fact that we saw a lot of number two and number five and not too many of the young guys, right? Um, you know, I think much of that can be backed by the fact that we got to get CJ chemistry going. We got to get him feeling comfortable and, and things like that. And I think that, you know, exploring the depth of that room will be something that we go into in Oregon and other games in the future. But um, a slight shocker, you know, as it just relates to that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we got two of the best in the country. And it's, um, it was evident last, uh, last week, I guess, at this point. Yeah, just oh, a slight one, Bob. Just Well, a slight shocker, not the yeah. full throttle there. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think the receiver room, like you said, yeah. is this guy. really kind of <laughs> – there's really kind of three guys, you know, yep. the, the lead three dogs. You mentioned you know, obviously Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then defensively, though, it was way different. So it's very position specific on who they're rotating or even running backs. I started charting. I'm like, all right, uh, Mike Williams, Trayvon Henderson, Master Teague, Marcus Crowley. I'm like, we're going to get anybody else in here? Like, we're really working through it all. That's not something that you typically see. So I think that you know, Ryan probably talks about it. The coordinators talk about it. Hey, Within each room, figure out the guys that you want. Try to get them a rhythm. Yeah. And I think they'll hone down a little bit this week. But part of it is, too, they have a lot of young guys that they really like. And I think part of it is, like, let's see what they can do on the right. field. And I, I know you don't necessarily want to have an experiment, but you're the, or usually that first game you're able to do that. Now, this was a little bit different. And I think that they were trying to kind of straddle that line to, hey, we're playing a Big Ten opponent at night on the road Thursday night, big-time deal. But – we also want to see some of these young guys, if what we're seeing in practice translates into the games. There's yeah, they, an interesting dynamic. Hold on, Zach. I'll get right back to you. 
The, yeah. When you talk about the Growing offensive up. guys, Evan, <laughs> I just want to get the stat in there because it goes to both of what you guys both yeah. talked about, that the receivers got – it was concentrated on those top three. Well, sure. the offense played 48 plays. Didn't right. have the opportunity to rotate nearly as much other than at running back, right. which was by design. And what you're talking about, Zach – Minnesota holding the ball for 40 minutes, you probably needed more guys to rotate in than you normally would, even if you wanted to experiment. Well, I think Evan made a great point is that C.J. Stroud, the quarterback, needs to get familiar with these guys in game reps, whereas in defense, you're just going out there and playing defense, right? You need to be able to see everything in front of you and, and read and react. I also think, though, they played those guys, to Bobby's point, too. This week, you're going to see a tighter-knit group. You're going to see a very minimal rotation on defense, and I think offense, you're going to see those yeah, same wide receivers. And with the running backs, you're only going to see, in my mind, Mayan Williams and Trayvon Henderson, yeah. knowing that, hey, we got to win this game this week, and you look at Tulsa and Akron the week after, oh, two right. weeks after, hey, right. we can get some of these young guys to play. You know, so <laughs> I, th I think it was kind of the experiment in week one, seeing how do these guys react, knowing that the offense can beat – our bad defense, the way we're playing. I think one thing you got to kind of account for, too, is especially going later on down the road, you got to get these young guys to get that experience now because last year you don't have fans in the stands. Having fans in the stands play a big part right. in just the game day atmosphere. You know what I mean? So even for some of the young guys that are in that freshmen that just got there and some of the red shirt freshmen that played a little bit last year and kind of got to see the field, you experiencing an actual game day is a big difference when those lights come on. You got the fans in the crowd yelling at you, calling you out your name, all kind of things like that. So I felt like for me, it was a good thing that they rotated the way that they did. So now a lot of these guys going later on down the road know what to expect going into a hostile environment outside of the ship. Mm -hmm. It was so great to be back in any, any stadium that had fans in it, that had the band, that had the cheerleaders. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it was almost like you could just forget about 2020 and the, and the real stuff was back. And, and then, and then the I, real well, stuff was back. The real stuff was back. <laughs> like, That's right. This was the real, Uncut. The real thing, baby. Uncut. Un Bringing it to unfiltered, you. Unfiltered. Raw, real, and in person. And then that just made me think when it was over, all right, well, that was 50,000 people in the rain in Minneapolis. Yep. Saturday in the horseshoe. 80 degrees, well, sunshine. Sun, Bob's going to be there sunbathing. <laughs> Blue aviators. Oh, yeah. It's funny Killing. that we talk about, you know, how things are to where they used to be as far as not playing with any fans and things like that last year. Um, our, our, good, our good buddy down south, Luke Fickle, mm -hmm. um, he was stressing <laughs> this week to uh, a few of his younger players who were freshmen last year who played a uh, significant amount of time for Cincinnati. And the, it wasn't many distractions because you didn't have that, that normal atmosphere. Sure. And this week coming up, I think they got Indiana and then they got uh, – Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. Than Notre Dame. Yeah, so a few things that he's been stressing about is the different element of college football as not just going on the road, playing in a hostile environment, a, a really good team, but just everything that consists of a great atmosphere when it comes to playing at a, a stadium like Notre Dame and Indiana and, and the ones they're going to continue to play in. Yeah. And he said he's worried about that for his young players who were younger last year. Their first-time college experience was – Playing in a in a stadium with fourteen J people, JV well, game, it, JV game, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, exactly. He's like the yeah. great players, but that Saturday added the added you know element of 
now, you know, the backs against the rope because they're, they're well, screaming right. at yeah, you and things like that, trying to get the communication. You're, well, he's, like, he's worried you're, about You're that. talking about on the road, though, but we're not even bringing up the fact that some of these guys that are playing on Saturday have never even seen a full shoe, right? Because of no visits and whatnot. Yeah. You've got Travion Henderson. You've got some of these yeah. Denzel Burke. You've got some of these guys that are actually going to be playing on Saturday that have never seen a horseshoe it, and, it's live. Yeah. And so we yeah. talked about, you know, the fans in the stands, the communication, it being a JV game. And you play out there on Saturday mornings in the state of Ohio, and it's just your parents and <laughs> maybe your girlfriend <laughs> if she really cares about you watching you. And you line up in the wrong spot. Your coach can literally pull the headset yeah, right. and just yell, and get hey, yeah. get over here, five-yard yeah. split, not this, this, and this. And so offensively, you're at home, so it's not a big deal. Defensively, if they make mistakes, like, and it's loud on third down, you're not going to be able to just carry Combs and pull that yeah, thing right. back and just scream out on the field. <laughs> yeah. No, switch, play this, play that. I mean, he'll try. He'll try. <laughs> try right? We'll try. And Carry will yell as loud as he can, which is loud. Yeah, but loud. Coffee, he doesn't have the juice to be able to communicate. So you have a lot of young guys. Legend Cavazos, you know, you're talking about, uh, oh, my goodness, my guy. Rock. Who? I mean, shoot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Taraja Denzel, Denzel Burke. Denzel Burke, DB out there. Like, these guys are young. Like, they're going to get overwhelmed a little bit. Like, that's just the reality. You play through it, but lining up, they're, they're going to get locked in and not hear a shift, not right. hear a check, and the <laughs> right. coach just can't yell it. And all of yeah. a sudden, you may have got, it's like, hey, where'd you go? Where'd who go? And you're looking around. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a good point, though. I mean, because there's both ends of that spectrum, right? You can come in and, and you can be, you know, hey, I haven't been in. I haven't been and done this before, but you can also be too emotional. Right? You can be too far on the edge and oh, start yeah. making mistakes that way. So but you lock in so much. Like, I'm going to do this. You're right. so juiced. Right. And like, oh, they made a check. And you're, you're still doing exactly. what you did at the beginning because you <laughs> turned it all out. And that's the, that's the experience that you just you can't replicate in practice, right? And, and heck, we weren't able to replicate it in, in an entire yep. class of kids last year. Right. So um, not to say that we're not going to be prepared or ready for it, but you just have to think about these things going in. and be like, all right, how do I prepare myself best? Yeah, to respond but it, it, when I need to. It's so much easier when the fans are yelling while you're on defense and oh, when the yeah. fans are yelling when you're on offense, right? I've <laughs> yeah, been on yeah. both sides. Very when true. you got the home crowd behind you on defense, it's a lot easier to yeah. communicate than being on offense like Wisconsin it or helps. somewhere like that, right? <laughs> but like when they, they motion and things, and this isn't like your classic Oregon team where they're running a play every right. 15 seconds and doing crazy Thanks stuff. Guys motion, and you go from being in a man-to-man -man situation to another guy entering the mix, someone popping out of a closet, and now you've yeah. got some people joining in. you got to talk like, hey, are we locking this? Or are right. we going to banjo where we play guys out as they, you know, as they pop away? And you try to figure that out, and it's, it's not easy. And so if one guy's doing one thing and one guy's doing another, well... Yeah. I, can, I can tell that Zach wants to just straighten this out right now. You've got <laughs> the defensive guy saying it's hard for them. Cardale's over no, there. No, no. Zach's never covered anybody. No, Zach no. would auto-trigger every pass. How do you think he got that sack on Devin Gardner? They didn't even know he was coming. There was no defense where no, he was supposed to rush. Like that, Listen, don't let him do you like that, I watched hey, him. Defense all hand signals, baby. That's it. Hey, I'd look back at Christian Bryant. I just, you know, we're good. That's it. Whatever, whatever works. It's going to be great to have those fans in the horseshoe. Just a reminder to all football fans, that whatever temperatures this season will bring, U.S. heating and air conditioning, your local vac factory authorized Bryant dealer will make sure your A.C. can beat the heat. Whether you need a quick fix or a whole new energy-efficient Bryant cooling system, they'll do whatever it takes to make sure you stay cool and comfortable. Call U.S. Heating and Air today for an appointment or find them online at usheating.com. Bryant and U.S. Heating and Air doing whatever it takes. They are presenting the uh, weekend kickoff show to you this week here at Urban's, and they're doing whatever it takes 
Who did whatever it takes for you guys last week at Minnesota? Cardale, you can talk about the quarterbacks if you want, but we know you like to go first so that you just your guy come, doesn't get taken. Come back to me. Come right. back to me. Because that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great question. Whatever it takes, great question. the player of the game, who did you have, Zach? You know what? I have never said this before, and this can be a shocker oh to you Let's guys. Go. Uh-oh. Another shocker. I'm going to go the offensive line. Woo. And, yes, they only ran 48 plays. But, my gosh, C.J. Stroud had all the time in the world. You saw the running backs, the running backs who can actually run the ball. Yes. Um, have a lot of success <laughs> with the carries that they had. The offensive line played phenomenal. And that's how, you know, going on the road, week one, your offensive line is strong. You're able to run the football and give a young quarterback protection. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'm going to go with a linebacker. Shocking. Guy that, you know, honestly, I like to take, take credit for, for helping to bring him into the foe. No, tell me, yeah, tell me about Cody Simon. Cody Simon says, getting it done out there, triggering like Zach, you know, just, hey, I'm going, I'm going to get the quarterback. And that was important, like, stave off momentum. If they would have went down and scored again before half, now you're just not down one score, you're down two scores. Young player, you know, came in last year, probably should have played more if it wasn't for such a crazy scenario, but they love what he can do. I'm excited. I think he's going to probably, he probably earned some more playing time. And that's how I think the linebacker room, DB room and running back room was like, hey, it's an open audition. How you play today is going to determine how much you play next week. Were you, were you concerned? Hold on, Bob. You, you kept saying Haskell the Rascal all off. <laughs> and then Sorry. Gus Johnson drops it, and they make a T-shirt out the next week. Do, do you think he stole that from Weekend Kickoff and, and I know. Live and you? Like, I do you know getting this. a cut of this? Well, I do know this. You know, uh, Joel and Gus, they do prepare by watching Letterman Live. Yeah. Like they, they, we can <laughs> yep. kick off all yep. the, everything that we do. They yep. lock in on it right. to make sure that they can get all the up-to-date information, the inside yeah. scoop, yeah, right. if you right. will. They, he even name-dropped Cardell Jones on Thursday night. Cardell works night. on the dialect. Every week. Know. <laughs> Gus Cardell Jones. Me and Gus go way back. He was trying to get them to put you in the game. Gus definitely had the over on number of quarterbacks being played because he was he was off of C.J. Stroud. Drive oh, so through. quick. Mike so McCord, quick. Jack Miller, get up right? in there. Hey, where's that kid with the mullet? Put him in. Anybody, get him in there. Yeah. This is not an Ohio State quarterback. Get him in. Oh. Cardale Jones, where's he at? Get him in there. Boy, and somehow he threw for four touchdowns in the somehow. second half. So. Somehow. It's a great one. That's a bad well, day. Well, me for me, it's mine's easy, and I'm going in my own room, right? Oh, Chris Olave, yeah. whatever it takes. But think about it, right? Like, at the end of the day, we were throwing a lot of screens, and we were throwing a lot of get-comfortable quarterback routes. Mm. And when we had the chance to throw some three-level routes, uh, we had the chance to push the ball down the field and let these guys run, that's a decision to not go out of bounds. And, you know, obviously the first one, he you know, had a little jump and made it in. But the second one literally is my, decision, or my job is to figure out a way to put points on this board for my team because we need chunk plays now. So it's, it's you know, my job to go do that. So I give that to Chris. Garrett had a great team, game too, but – uh, Chris takes it from me. Chris, look, I look like my kid's trying to tackle me in the backyard. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. stop. Oh, coming back in. He's, oh. like, he's, he's got that TP speed, though. He, he's like, he's he really fast. doesn't he look like fast. he's running, but he he's just ridiculous. walks from everybody. I got two. I'm going to go with Haskell and, surprisingly, Zach Harrison. I feel like the entire game, they really dominated up front. Pass plays, they pushed the pocket, cased the pocket. They did a, Zach did a great job coming off of the edge play after play, even when he didn't, if he didn't make a play, if you actually watched him work his skill set, work his technique, and he was constantly, constantly, constantly pressuring the quarterback, and then of course Haskell, you know, holding it down at the three-tech spot, play in and play out. I feel like the two of them up front really dominated, in my personal opinion, which allowed our defense to kind of thrive as a whole, even on the back end. How are they different than, than two years ago? 
<sighs> Body hey, line Marathi. Beef. More experienced. <laughs> now, nah, I'll say this. But two years ago, we got a lot more experience. If you really look at it, the only guy on that D-line right now that has true game experience and big-time experience is Haskell. You know what I mean? So day in and day out, practicing in and practicing out, he's, you know he has to constantly be that one guy that's kind of got to drive the truck every single day, every single rep, every team period, every indie period. And I think for me personally, I feel like he's doing a great job at that because you see a lot of young guys, no, not a lot of them stood out tremendously, but a lot of those young guys really held their own and did their job, and they got plenty of room for improvement. But you don't see a lot of young guys that can actually step into that the roles that they stepped into and play at the, at the level that they played, especially for a game one in a hospital environment. Hi, how, have they, how have they changed? Well, Haskell got shot in the face, okay. so that's real. <laughs> Zach Harrison started talking. I might have to start, he, Zach did start speaking, that. probably put on like 30 pounds, <laughs> you know. So that's it. I want to know, like, listen, and this is a concern on the defense. We've got a lot of guys who are really great, high-quality humans, and they go after guys that are high-quality humans. We need a couple dogs out there. Like, I played with a few dudes who it wouldn't surprise me if where we went somewhere, they had some sort of concealed weapon on them. Oh, you, mean the, they, you mean the guy who used to host the show with us last year? <laughs> yeah, whoa, 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 there are some whoa. dudes that they might, they might hit you with the shank. The like, there's, they got a little dog in them. Like, there are dudes that you, wouldn't be afraid to the, stab another human. You're going we back to the, the, you're going back to the Coastal that. Carolina press yes, conference. Yes, I want you're some dogs. <laughs> not cats. Not, not, dog, not cats. I think Coach Myers Mar Florida days and I rubbed yeah. off on you. This ain't the Florida team. I'm serious. Yeah, you need to – hey, you don't need, don't need no too many of them, but you need at least one or two dudes like, hey, a man over here like – Too many would definitely do you wrong. You going to bail him out? <laughs> I mean, I played with guys who have been arrested with firearms and weapons How many before. of them did you bail out? Uh, mm, ah, thankfully, none yeah. of them got – well, one of them Stop. did, but he got out of it. So. Schlegs. <laughs> but we get too far. Schlegs was, sta Schlegs Schlegs was stabbed a human. I wouldn't would would surprised. Oh. Boy, got, got off the rails early. Cardell, did you have a, a, a whatever it takes player yeah, for us? Yeah, my whatever it takes is, is I'm going to go with the D-line far as when it came to the pass game, though. Not all overall, but those nine guys, I want to say they rotated. Trust and believe when Minnesota got in a situation where they had to throw that ball, those guys came at them, and that ended up in one of the touchdowns for the D-line. So I'm going to go with the D-line as a pass rusher. I'll tell you what, Lathan Ransom, it didn't surprise me the way that he played. And then I, I, he said he wasn't even worried about getting targeting. That, that was one of the more vicious legal yeah. shots that oh, you're yeah. allowed to give out. Right. Latham Ransom, great elite human, like high-quality guy. You talk to him, looks you in the eye, nods his head. I mean, I'm looking at more like my guys like Rico, my man Dame <laughs> Arnett. Like, yeah. Dame, I mean, he might make a bad decision every now and then, but he's also going to try and knock a dude out. Yeah. And maybe because he got screws missing. <laughs> I wasn't suggesting Trust that Lathan Ransom was going to shank a guy on the field. I was just giving him credit for the game know, he Early played. on, he's coming with the right mentality, though. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, he makes it. He might be a nice guy that can turn the corners. You never know. Oh, boy. I don't know that we should do that. I think that's probably a good time for us to take a break and regroup. <laughs> the shankopotamus of the week. Oh, my God. We're going to – we'll think about it. We probably won't. I don't know if Coors Light wants to be associated about with that. Say, that's all Bobby's second. That's Bryant all Bobby's Heating Bobby's and Cooling, Coors Light, <laughs> Urban Meyer's Pint House. Uh, a lot more show to come. We're going to take a quick break on weekend kickoff uh, here as we get ready for Ohio State and Oregon. It takes attention to detail. With your local Bryant dealer, you're getting more than just a technician. You're getting someone who pays attention to your needs and the little things that make a big difference. It takes a dealer you can rely on. And to keep your family cool this summer, let me show you how this works. It takes Bryant. Bryant. 
whatever it takes. And to keep you and your family comfortable, it takes U.S. heating and air. Find them at usheating.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, taking a break from the big show weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. And this week, it's brought to you by U.S. Heating and Air. We've got Tony coming in to help us out this week. Thanks so much for sponsoring and coming to hang out with us for this show. know that you guys are big in the community here in Columbus and the rest of Ohio, maybe. I don't know how how far you guys extend the business, but it's great to have you. And tell us a little bit about what's going on there. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate it very much. I love serving the community. We are uh, located in Lewis Center. Uh, we service uh, Columbus and all the surrounding communities and, and counties. Yeah. Uh, been in business for about 48 years and uh, have a very loyal staff. Appreciate everyone that works with us and works for us. They work very, very hard this time of year, uh, especially in the heating and the, in the cooling weather, hot, cold, <laughs> attics, crawl yeah. spaces, everything. So I'm very appreciative for all the staff we have. What is uh, What do people need to know this time of year as you're getting ready and we know eventually we got some great weather right now at the start of September. It's going to be beautiful on Saturday at noon, we hope, knock on wood. Uh, but the weather's going to change. Uh, what do people need to be aware of? What might they need to get from uh, from U.S. there? Yeah, uh, right now just preventative maintenance is, 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 is a key. Um, changing filters, uh, making sure the furnaces are cleaned. Have a carbon monoxide check mm-hmm. uh, done. And make sure your carbon monoxide detectors are working in your home. Safety inspections and cleaning, that's very important okay. right now. And they can get that. They can check in with you guys at usheatingandair.com, right? And get that set up. Usheating.com. Usheating.com. Yes. I'll learn how to read my own notes here in a second. Um, they can get that set up with you guys. So you've got your block on ready for the weekend. Got the whole whole crew there, Ohio State fans. You got anybody that will be cheering against the Buckeyes up in Lewis Center? No, no, we don't have anybody. Uh, <laughs> love the Buckeyes. And uh, uh, we, we uh, look forward to a great game. Uh, Oregon's a good competitor. Um, I have very good faith that we'll come out ahead. Well, you have to give a score prediction if you're on the show. Like, uh, you're going to be the first I, one, actually. Yeah, I would, I'm going to say um, 41-28. 41-28. Buckeyes. Close, maybe a little bit closer than the experts think, as yeah. Lee Corso would say. He's Tony. It's usheating.com. I'll get it right here on that second try. U.S. Heating and Air. They'll get you all set. They'll be uh, in Lewis Center helping that community anytime yes. you need them. Yes, thank you so much for the opportunity. All right, thanks for joining us. We're back to the show. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the second half of Weekend Kickoff. Uh, I can tell you right now that we are having fun on a Thursday night being back at Urban Myers Pint House. Uh, just so you know, if you don't come, you can't win tickets. I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> yeah. That was we great. That's I'm glad fault. that we didn't record the whole thing, but next week and for the rest of the season, there might be some more tickets. I don't know. Come hang out. You're never going to know what Zach is going to make you do. As you can see, there are a lot of empty Coors Lights and Letterman Row cups up here. You can piece it together if you want. We're going to move on with the show whenever Bobby Carpenter decides to rejoin us after setting up those festivities. Cardale, first, we have the buyer's auto question for Cardale. Oh, let's go. The deal. When you look at the start for C.J. Stroud, how do you evaluate it? What does he have to do to be better in week two against Oregon? Uh, the way I evaluate that start, I, I think that he went out there a little anxious, not nervous, anxious. I mean, you, you, you talk about 
probably the most prestige position in all the sports. The quarterback at the Ohio State University and everyone came before him, especially a guy like Justin Fields. He's been hearing that all year. Uh, can they replace Justin Fields and uh, Quinn Ewers is coming in and, and the battle he had to go through with the guys on the roster now. He just wanted – I'm pretty sure he wanted to go out there and put that all to rest. And having that mindset sometimes puts you in a position where you feel like you got to do too much or more than that you're uh, capable of. And I think that's what he started off as before, you know, he threw the ball four yards and it went for a 60-yard touchdown, and he got settled into the game. I think Coach Day and the staff did a really good job of settling him down and, and, and putting him in positions where – you know, they showed him by the play calling and playmakers around him, you ain't got to do it all by yourself. Right. And I think each week he, he's going to realize that more and more, and that's going to help with his decision-making, and it's going to help with his confidence. What do you think? We, we hinted about the weather that might have been coming before that game. Like, not, he goes to warm out. Like, warm up. What do you think? Is he like, this is my debut. It's got to be on the road, in the rain. <laughs> right. Why couldn't I get perfect no, conditions? It's good, it's good. This is a Why kid me? playing at the highest <laughs> level of college football at the Ohio State University. You ain't worry about no weather. You ain't worry about conditions. You got to go out there and play. You got to go out there and perform no matter what. Got it. You guys like it? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I like it. He even said in his post-game press conference that, you know, he was trying to do too much. And yeah. I think Ryan Day settled down. People, Ryan has a great way of – talking to, to these guys and calming them down and, and getting his message across more so than what I think people you know realize. Yeah. He is a guy that in that locker room, everyone has their attention on Coach Day, respect the hell out of him, love playing for him. So you can just see CJ as, you know, that second quarter was rough. And you could see after halftime came, came back, completely a different quarterback. You could tell Ryan kind of was in his ear at halftime. And, yeah, he, he'll be good. He was trying to do a lot. Well, right. I mean, I get that. That's a testament to the coaches, too, man. I mean, it's all the to, be, to be able to, to tailor that offense back to something that's comfortable at a moment's yep. notice, right, like that's a skill that a great coach that anybody will ever, like, you know, Ryan Day and, and staff have gotten that down pat. And, oh. and it, it's a quality that you can obviously see, right? Let's get back to what's comfortable with him. Let's get the ball out of his hands quickly. Let's get it back into the playmakers. And you see one of those cats run down the field. And then all of a sudden, right, he's feeling a little bit more confident, taking that deep drop, sliding a little bit more confident, and then just dropping the ball in because that's what he can do. It's just, to Cardell's point, getting past that anxiety of being, all right, well, it's a little bit rainy. It's my first Big Ten game. Like, holy crap, there's a bunch of guys behind me. Yep. Like, no, let's, let's lock in. I'm going to give you something that I know that you do well, and then we'll, you know, yeah. kind of keep it in a little bubble from there. Okay, right. what you do well, like, all right, we're throwing some bubble screens to guys that are first-round picks. They're going to get, like, 10, 12 yards on the side. <laughs> well. Throw, like, some out, like, some deep deep stuff to them on the sideline. And then when we really want to get crazy. Hand the ball off to a baby rhino well, and let him go. Well, you can hand it off to him. <laughs> or you can throw the swing to Travion yeah. and just let him, like, yeah. six, 55 yards. Or we're going to scheme it up. And we're going to get our second best, maybe, 1B, 1A, like yeah. Garrett Wilson, one-on-one -on, -one on the safety with no backside help, mm -hmm. running straight downhill. I mean, no offense, like, everybody at this table could have thrown that ball to, right. Garrett, uh, yeah. to Garrett Wilson. Oh, like, and those are those, it's what you need to do. So you look at the stat line, it's like, yeah, it looked kind of rough early on, but like, gosh, he threw for almost 300 yards, four touchdowns. And so you got to get that first game out of the way. Yep. You know, that's, that's all part of it. They bring it back in, and I'll say this. Ryan does as good a job as any coach I've ever been around at not panicking. And coaches say, hey, we got to keep our calm. But usually, like, we got to keep our calm out there. And I'm like, hey, you're the one that's freaking out, all right? <laughs> yeah, right. We're not freaking out. You are. And now, like, it's like, like you're, you're like, uh, 
a companion dog. Like, you're over there trying to keep the coach calm because they're worried about losing the game. Yeah. Ryan never does that. And that's something that, like, in the past, you know, I, guys get ratcheted up. Coach and that you can feel that, that tension because, hey, we're supposed to win this game by 21 points. Yep. And you're down by four, and you think there's a play that will score you 28 at one time. Yeah. Like, hey, let's just get a first down. Yep. And we get another first down. And then once we, like, score, like, okay, then we'll start talking again as opposed to, like, just ratcheting down on your guys. Just keep doing what you're doing, and we'll be good. Six-yard out routes are some yes. of my favorite completions Fine. in the world. Hey, a win is a win. <laughs> I take an ugly win over a good-looking loss any yeah. day. I'm going to take it from this route. I give kudos to CJ just for being able to, as a young guy of his age, and this being his first year playing and starting to actually buy in. You know what I mean? As a young guy buying in, especially to a hostile, coming into a hostile environment, and you having to take on a role and fill these big shoes, and you are kind of starting off slow and you making mistake after mistake or bad read, bad pass, whatever, in the, in the beginning, in the start of this game, for you to kind of actually say, Coach, tell you, listen, we're good. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And for you to buy in and kind of bounce back, for me, shows not only his character, his maturity as a young quarterback, but the leadership qualities that he has. If he can step into those qualities and see them himself, he'll be a phenomenal quarterback going down the road. That was a great uh, buyer's auto question for Cardale. Great to get the thought of all those Buckeyes. Well, hold on. This yeah. really should have been the buyer's auto oh question God. for Cardale. For a guy that didn't come to play school, Jesus. Jesus. Would, you have, <laughs> would, Jesus. would Bishop Sycamore have been the place for you? <laughs> Guys, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right You're now. You're talking to a listen, college degree. Listen, college listen, grad listen. Let here. me tell you something You're right now. Investor. Let me tell y'all something right now. I kid y'all not. I show y'all the text message. <laughs> Bishop Sackamore, Roy Johnson, Jackson, what was that? The, I just know yeah. that's Roy, offered me $85,000 in April to be the offensive coordinator. What? Coach, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen a dime of that. Listen, 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 listen. That check was about this to bounce. This was <laughs> in April. Yeah. He already told me he locked down a big-time game versus IMG on ESPN. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here in Columbus. I got them flying up to Columbus. IMG. $85,000. I kid you guys not. <laughs> That's crazy. Why didn't you take I, it? Because I told him I, I didn't know where I'd be at in the fall. I couldn't commit to it. Uh, it was no the check be out. That's as good way. as my son betting you $85,000. Okay? <laughs> you're going to need to be Sackle paid in advance for that Bishop Sackle yeah. offer me $85,000. That's crazy. That's, that's funny. Coordinator. Mm. I mean. Sorry, I had to get that in. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great question, but he could have been offering you a million dollars. We know yeah. exactly how much money he was going to be willing to that's pay. Crazy. Um, that's crazy. That's funny. <laughs> I love that. That's a great, great note. Uh, that was the buyer's oh. auto question for Cardale, the next offensive coordinator at Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> now we're going to get out of here. This is the main event. It's the Silver Bullets, Coors Light pick segment. Narrowed it down. Cardale obviously nailed it right on the spread last week. That's what I do. Yeah, the score, the over-under was a little low. I think you had 31-17. That one didn't quite pan out. But we'll give you credit for hitting it on 14. I think it's 13 right now is the number. No, 14 and a half. Is it up to 14 and a half? I think people are probably wising up that this game might not be I'll come. I'll come every week with the with the live well, bet. Don't worry. I got. <laughs> we got Zach hitting us up with that. Do you want to start then with your pick on 14 and a half? What are you doing with your money? Um, I'm going Buckeyes. And this is the reason why is – I look at this Ohio State offense and I look at the schedule the rest of the year and I don't know if this Ohio State offense will ever go a game without scoring 40 points. Unless there is a torrential downpour, but we saw it last Thursday night, right? right? We already saw that. This 
offense has so many weapons, especially now that how strong this offensive line is and with the, the two-headed monster that I think you're going to see moving forward, Travion Henderson and my little baby Rhino back there. <laughs> I, this, this team, I th th this team is going to score 40. And so the Oregon offense, yeah, is good and, you know, has some threats to the Ohio State defense, but I think it's going to be more of a 48 to 28 kind of game. So in and, and my mind, no. 20 points covers the spread. That's Zach's, where my money Zach's is. taking the over, and he's taking the cover. All right, we got that in the books. Cardell, you cooking it up over there? What? Putting a little bit of that. I'm going to go with 49. Oh, <laughs> yes. 21. Ooh. Okay. All right. 49-21. Another Ohio State win. I'm very surprised. Another shocker. Two Ohio State picks so far. Bob, what do you got? That's been like three or four shockers. It's the show. word of the day. It really is. Yeah. And this won't be a shocker either because I'm going to be right in line with Cardell. I'm going to go 42-17. I think we get this defense cleaned up a little bit. This Oregon offense, I would not define as a potent offensive attack yep. by any stretch. Like They can't push the ball down the field. Minnesota, Minnesota had better receivers. They had a better running back. They should be able to bottle these guys up. And I think the offense will be far more efficient early in the game than what we saw against uh, Minnesota. I'm going 42-14 Ohio State. If you really oh. go back and watch the Oregon game, honestly, the Fresno. Oregon defense or Oregon's defense got two takeaways putting Oregon's offense in great field position in the first quarter. If that does not happen, they yeah. might not win that game. All right. Right. I'm going to spot them 14 points because you know you might get a big play here and there or, yeah. or a fluke play here and there. Sure. I'm going to give them 14, 14-42. That's awesome. I, I, I'm, they're only scoring 21, in my, in my opinion. I mean, I, I'm still not buying into their quarterback. He's going to rely on his legs a lot. And, you know, Ohio State, we got we had athletes galore, right? Um, I don't want to go in the 40s route because of, of Zach's little prelude there, right? So I'm going 52, right? 52, what did I say? 14? Oh, you go higher. Or, or I said oh, 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. 52-21. Okay. I'll be spending all afternoon in the horseshoe with all those points flying yeah. around. I think the other part of that, that what Zach was talking about with Ohio State's offense, if you take Kayvon Thibodeau and Justin Flo off of this team, we don't know if all their cornerbacks are going to play, what any of that looks like. You know they'll try, but if they're banged up and you're trying to slow down Ohio State and those weapons, it's not going to work. Good, good luck running on one ankle against those yeah. offense tackles of yeah. Ohio State. Got a little bit of a problem there. So I am going to take Ohio State this week. 55-13. I just don't think it's going to be close. I like that. I don't, I don't know why they're ranked in the top 15 after what happened last if week. If that's the case, just come to Sweet 28 and start drinking Coors Light at <laughs> halftime, buddy. I will have filed my story at halftime if that's a score. I can promise yeah. you that. And you I will the enjoy invite, Zach? a what? beautiful. Is that an invite? <laughs> come on up, Show man. Where I'll, I'll be there. I'll already be close. That's why he's letting me come grab yeah. something at halftime intermission. Yeah. And that won't be a shocker. It, yeah. There will be no stunner, no shocker about that. But I can't wait. Just I'm sure like everybody here at Urban Meyer's Pint House for weekend kickoff, which has been brought to you by Bryant Heating Cooling System. It's going to be an awesome weekend in Columbus, Ohio. Big time game. Maybe it'll be closer. Maybe it'll be more fun. I think either way, we'll all enjoy it. Uh, football will be back in the horseshoe. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for Urban Meyer for uh, coming in a little bit, getting the tickets from Coors Light. Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, Bobby Carpenter, Robert Landers, Evan Spencer. I am just Austin Ward. This has been Weekend Kickoff, brought to you by Bryant Heating Cooling Systems. Enjoy the game this weekend. We'll see you right back here next week on Thursday night.